CJ Morgan show we have for you. Uh, Spencer culminating with a live rendition oh, on, yeah. on Friday. Uh, we're doing the CJ Morgan show yeah. live at it's Oscar be so fun. Sorry, they, sorry. Dude, they made a special beer just for 101X. Well, just for us. What's it called? We'll, uh, okay, we'll find out, I guess, this week. It's but. A, we'll reveal that later on. We've got like thousands of dollars in cash prize and concert tickets to give away for our costume contest. Uh, We're showing um, killer Killer clowns from from outer outer space. space. So make plans Friday. uh, Five-ish is when you can get there. Oscar Blues, come hang out. You can bring the kids. I think you can bring the doggos. Uh, Details101x.com. So that's the end of the week. That's Friday. That's Friday uh, evening, afternoon-ish. So God. much more during the show. Yeah. And I, I know you might be driving around, going to work, can't always listen, but you're going to want to go back to the podcast because, damn it, this weekend was insane. And it's basically Halloween week, right? Halloween's on Monday, but come on. We're not the celebrating Monday, right? Spooky season starts now. Yeah, let, yeah. let me just roll over a few of the things that are going to come up today and this week on the show. Uh, I almost got kicked out of an FC game. What? Last night's playoff match. Yeah? What were you doing? Cause trouble. You being rowdy, dude. It wasn't good. You're it's being... embarrassing for myself, the station, and uh, the FC officials. Well, you weren't you weren't drinking, were you? No, I still haven't drank. <gasps> Sober October, Congrats, uh, still dude. going on that. Uh, mm. No one believes me when I tell them. They're like, nah, dude. I've been drinking since you're twelve, so that's okay, good. Well, uh, number two, I ruined a dinner party this weekend. Oh, and it was all me. Still not drinking. Don't worry, we got new rules. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about that during group therapy with Matt and Emily, and Matt's been kind of coaching me. So I think. We'll fix it. If you ever hosted a dinner party, you're going to want to be along with this. Now, speaking of hosting, how about hosting my big old floppy dong on the internet? I am seriously contemplating, because I have hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical bills coming up. A couple years ago, I started an OnlyFans oh, account. I was almost cussed. You, you <laughs> I, did. I, was, I was about to Spencer, say, this is you're going to talk about you OnlyFans. Can't. Uh, um, I are you starting one? I started an OnlyFans account. You, you started one. You have to submit your ID. You have to fill out forms. Like it's a le- it's a legit thing, whatever. But uh, I want to show lewd content of myself. Cool. My sexy body. My quick, big quick, Robert Nong. Quick question: What's the price range? And do you do spreading? I don't know about any of it. I'm not going to okay. be full nude either. Oh, it's just lewd, creative. Um, all right. We'll figure it out. But should I start an OnlyFans? We're going to discuss that this week. We're going to, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea, but I need the money. And yeah. will it ruin my radio reputation? I don't know. Matt just walked in uh, and sorry he's got to, an idea. Guys, I'm really sorry to butt, butt in on your uh, opening. You know, I usually this isn't my segment. But, but you uh, hang out in the room and just spy <laughs> on us. So it's very weird. Uh, my phone just started dinging like crazy. Apparently the talk of the city is that CJ Morgan might start an OnlyFans. I don't know. I was okay. out on I-35. The cra- the, 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 all the cars have stopped. <laughs> people are pulling over and screaming, oh, the humanity? Like, But will it be used to shame me and people make yes. fun of me? Yeah. Yeah. Will I end up on Reddit as, look at this loser radio guy showing his bod? No, no, no. It's, or, you're not even that interesting enough to show up on Reddit. Yeah, the great I'm, thing about not true. being popular. Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean yeah, that. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the only time my name gets mentioned on Reddit is when people say, he's no Charlie Hodge. And it's been like, man, I'm friends with Charlie Hodge, and he's been gone for 
20 years in radio. Not quite that long, but it's it's it still. I'm not even on the same station anymore. Yeah, speaking of uh, go, uh, gone for 20 years, I'm, I'm going to go back to my little hobble hole that you guys let me sit in while yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, Matt Sadler, everyone. Good seeing him. <laughs> the chicken wing. <laughs> but it's going to be a fun show. We have a lot to do and a lot to talk about. And if you enjoy gossip and shaming of CJ, hey, this week is for you, I promise. My baloney has a first name. It's Y-U-M-M-Y. Yes, today is National Bologna Day. National Bologna Day, October 24th, where people across the nation, not globe, we're the only ones that have processed weird pig and mm. extras as bologna. Uh, but it's where we celebrate Bologna Day by making a good old sandwich for lunch. Let me tell you, Spencer, as someone who grew up poor, bologna was always on the menu. Yeah, that's what uh, I, I, I would eat them in the summer more. So for some reason, my we had a grandparents that had a pool and then they would just make bologna yes! sandwiches. Spencer, can I say you just nailed what I was about to get to? The yes. perfect bologna sandwich yes. and the perfect way to enjoy it. Mm. Uh, let's start right there. Number one, after swimming. Yes. After being in the pool all day, Dude. you're exhausted, you're in the sun, and guess what? Water takes it out of you. You are hungry. Absolutely. Maybe maybe that's what makes bologna so good is maybe. it's always fed to you when you're when <laughs> starving. It's the, the, yeah, it's the last option. Uh, but yeah, bologna sandwiches, which bologna, by the way, is uh, originated from Bologna, Italy. I oh, guess. so it's their fault. It's uh, very similar to a, uh, a type of Italian sausage, but that's not important. What's important is Mima and Popap making the perfect bologna sandwich. And let me tell you mine. Uh, you start off, you got to have white bread. Yes. Okay? Yes, I don't care yes, if it's do. bleached and coated in sugar. Good old-fashioned white bread. Next up, uh, the only time I will allow you to use, not mayo, but Miracle Whip. Yes, CJ! Spencer, are we yes! getting along? Yes! Miracle Whip yes! is only allowed to be used and only perfect on God. what? A bologna sandwich. Bologna, baby. And I know oh, a lot man. of times if you're going to the pool at the park or doing this, uh, you got to pack the sandwiches, keep them cool, keep them sure. in a bag ahead of time. That's sure. fine. Uh, but the best bologna sandwich is not cool. It's not in a bag in any shape or form. <laughs> uh, and let's say you got to have some Lay's potato chips yeah, to put I in the agree. sandwich. Yeah, just get those classic potato ones. Or if you're feeling silly, Doritos. Doritos. Always a good backup. But classic Lay's because you need that salt because you've lost it all swimming. That's correct. Uh, you don't have that bologna cold. You take and you put it on a frying pan. You mm. cut three little slices in it so it doesn't mm. cone up too much. Mm. And you make the fried bologna sandwich. If you're a little porker like I was, you put a piece <laughs> of American cheese on it and put another piece of bologna on top, almost Whoa. like a grilled cheese sandwich. You then flip that on your bread. Do I need lettuce? Do I need a tomato? Do you, Spencer? No. Nope. Why would you Why would you interfere with this great process? Why would you waste that? Do you cut off the crust? Maybe, Mom. Maybe Save not. Save that for a better sandwich. Doesn't matter. A grilled bologna sandwich. Sandwich with mm. some soft white bread, a pair of potato, or some potato <laughs> chips, and a pair, two pair slices of, of bologna. American cheese in the middle is the perfect way to make a bologna ch- sandwich. Uh, it also says here, I just found this fact, uh, that when a slice of bologna is heated, uh, the fat actually renders and kind of makes it a little more flavorful, brings some of the stuff out, uh, and they even have a new recipe on here called a bologna bowl, where you don't uh, cut mm. slices in it, you let the bologna make it itself into a bowl, and then fill it with cheese and other things. Uh, that's way too much. Bologna sandwich, you're my favorite, you're the best, and that's why today Amen. is the greatest. Mm. 
Katy Perry did that thing where she brought somebody up on stage again, and it was it was cool. <laughs> and now it's time for Emily's social cues. So cool it made the internet, which means it's going to make radio. That's what social cues is all about. Another guest, another person. You know we love some Katy Perry on the show. Oh, yes. Um, and so this is kind of a two for one. Um, basically, Katy Perry, I don't know if you know this, but Katy Perry has a Vegas residency right now. And she has this like really crazy acid trip show nice. <laughs> that she's been doing. Um, and this past Saturday, the When We Were Young Fest, day one, got completely canceled. Because of the wind. It was insane. Because of the wind. Oh, man. I saw yeah, videos I saw. of that, and I was, was like, like, what? It was like 30, 40 miles per hour or mm-hmm. something. I saw. Yeah, I crazy like, oh. Gus. Um, and <laughs> at first, I was like, oh, okay. So, uh, a quick sidebar. The When We Were Young Fest was having a lot of weird issues. There were vendor problems. Um, stuff has been... Seething, and a lot of people are like, Is this going to be a Firefest thing? Yeah, here's the deal Live Nation's running it, it's going to be fine, it's going to be professional. But yeah. a lot of stuff leading up to it. Then, when I saw it was canceled because of wind, <laughs> I was like, That's an excuse. Then I went to Twitter and saw the videos, and I was like, Oh, yeah. that is bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, not only did they cancel that, but the Harry Reid Airport was covered in a sandstorm. And I'm not talking about Darude playing at Hakkasan. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, reference, uh, I understand. Uh, here, we, here we go. I, th- I, th- I feel like I have that song ready to go at, at uh, any moment. Um, anyhow, uh, it was it was rough. They shut down the airport. That's how bad it was. Had to cancel flights. And you know Vegas is shutting stuff down? It's bad. Um, mm-hmm. But Katy Perry... Doing a residency, yep. you have the emo fest, emo palooza. Got you've been canceled, calling it. and so she noticed while doing her show that there were a lot of uh, when we were young orphans. Uh, That's what she okay. was calling them, okay. and she she addressed it in the crowd because it's pretty funny. You could see on the Vegas Strip during the sandstorm, you could see all of the like emo kids, and you could tell who was there for what. So <laughs> she uh, those poor also, emos. Oh, I know. I also heard babies. another funny story that. Uh, a lot of them prepped for going to Vegas, which is warm, mm-hmm. and it was and it's cold. cold. It blew in a big cold front. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. Uh, but she says something along the lines of like, "I just want to welcome you to a pop show where we throw bows just as hard, but with a smile." Oh, bows! Wow, I'm glad that she was no, up there, I think not bows, me. Like elbows. <laughs> sure. Either way. Um, uh-huh. Everyone, welcome the emo kids tonight. You guys have been so sad for so long. It's time to get happy. <laughs> and so what she did is she found one of the like a dude. He was just like an emo bro that was obviously there for emo the emo palooza. Um, and we brought him fest. on stage so that they could mosh together so nice. that she could kind of heal his inner emo. Um, so here, I'm, I'll play you some audio mm-hmm. from that of her just encouraging this kid to mosh. Is it's she... very sweet. So then her and this Dylan dude and all of her crazy looking backup dancers in wild outfits just start moshing on stage <laughs> together. It's very was sweet. Was there a shark moshing? I don't, I don't see a shark, but uh, no, it was super sweet. And I think that was cool of her to acknowledge, like, I think she said, some, I think I saw another video of her being like, hey, I know you didn't expect to come see my show, but like, thanks for being here. Sorry your stuff got canceled, but I'm going to make sure you have a good time. Yeah. And I mean, if you remember, she used to do Van's Warp Tour. 
back in the day. Was yeah. the, so she's familiar with so the punks she, and she the rockers. Knows. Yeah. And so I think now that she's completely pop, I think it was very sweet and cute of her to be like, hey, man. I have my roots in this. Like, let's do it. Let's have a good time. I'm sorry this happened to you. Um, yeah. I don't know. Took him under her wing. I don't know. I, I don't think, really I like Katy Perry. Same, but. but I do think that's really nice for it's just, as that emo guy deep down, I know it, it wasn't exactly the same because yeah. she's not up there screaming. Oh, no. It's not during an insanely emotional part. I think he had, part. like, a beanie, too. So he, like, took <laughs> so his like, beanie off and he's, yeah. like, wagging his hair he's back like, and forth and, like, cool. headbanging uh, to Katy. Know, <laughs> we will get into emo later, and I realize uh, that I'm not, I thought I was the aficionado on emo. I realize I'm not. No. I listened to my fiance, I listened to other people, sure. uh, and discovered because Vanity Fair did that list. I disagreed. I made my own emo clickbait of the top emo <laughs> songs, yeah. uh-huh. which we'll talk about later on this week in Clickbait Corner. And uh, someone was like, dude, you're not an emo. You're in a screamo. These are all screamo bands. And I was oh, like, yeah. you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Absolutely. I, yeah. To me, that was the what was emo, but no, it's a sub subgenre of emo. Still, and it's still emo. Umbrella. It's still emo, yeah. but. To me, that was what emo was, but it's not. It's a subgenre. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? I'm wrong again, and Look we'll talk about that later in the week. Wow. Ah! Oh, that was a bad scream. I can do it, I promise. <laughs> How to keep your little ones busy. Parent pickup. Matt's here. Uh, we do this segment for a lot of times around... This a lot of times around this time of day, you're in the line, you're getting your kids, maybe you have them with you, so we try to focus on that. But I've actually learned a lot of life lessons that apply to me. I don't have kids. I got puppies, so kind of close. Uh, but so this is kind of for everyone. Yeah, I, I enjoy the ones that are for everyone. This one, maybe not exactly. This might be actually a little more for parents in general, but I have a son who, well, he's a... Uh, Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, that's that's uh, that making is making sure there's at least a there's, visual. A, there's a large edit right there. Matt is still laughing. Um, you, uh, I'm not gonna. Mm. Th- you you can't know any of what was said. Other it's almost than, like you sucker punched him right uh, there on other, the nads. Other than the fact that <laughs> there is a funny. there is a large beep. Right there, and then nothing else oh. makes sense before or after the. It's funny to me because it's so mean, but I also know you, and I know you didn't. Yeah, mean I know it I don't mean it, but I, 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 I hit dump and edit it out so much on that that I cut out even context clues of okay. what you were saying. All right, all right. Just so you know, there uh, that is a that is a long heavy edit, but it's worth it to get you to laugh that hard that by insulting your children. <laughs> Look, let me just say that I wanted to give a shout out. Uh, I my son has been going for some time to something called the Austin Tinkering School. It's been around for about a decade, and there was a physical God, school. Pants too. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the school itself was a victim of COVID. It's moved into the director's house now, and a lot of it is happening online. And actually, the online programming, really good. My son likes to go after school, and he really, really thrives, really looks forward to it. But if you have a youngster who has a hard time making friends, or he sometimes miss, maybe seems a little different, you know, um, my uh, daughter's social butterfly, gets along with everyone, my son kind of keeps to himself. He's shy, but very shy. And loves, also loves building, loves and I've creating never been able games. To, yeah, loves, never been able to get him into sports, never really been able to get him into like riding his bike, things like that. But he loves tinkering, he loves building with his hands, and he really, really flourishes at the Austin Tinkering School. So I really wanted to give him a shout out because I know I've met so many other parents when I go there. They're like, my child 
really <laughs> blossoms here. If you have a kid who likes to build stuff, and the other thing I like about it. He looks it, like the type that would love to do those Rubes Goldberg kind of things. That's what they just were doing. They oh, just, really? He, he literally just oh, built Rube Goldberg machines. he's always building stuff at your yes. house out of things he finds around. Yeah, I love they it. They just did a whole like five-week lesson on Rube Goldberg machines, and they Sweet. built those. And some kids really love partnering up with other kids to build their stuff. And my son's not one of them. He likes to be left alone. They make room yeah, for yeah, lots same. of different personality types there. I also love the fact that the director is female. And I think that in the STEM places, we could always do all we can to encourage more female participation there. And it is very open uh, to all genders. And I really like this program. I want to encourage people to check it out. Austin tinkeringschool.com. There's summer camps. There's break camps. There's uh, stuff for homeschoolers, uh, which I don't know why you'd be in the pickup line. Uh, There's also a bunch of really fun stuff for after school, and it's really affordable. It's really fun. It's available uh, uh, the the physical locations on the east side in the Holly Street District. I know not everyone can get over there after school, but like I said, a lot of the stuff is also available online, and the online offerings are really good. So I really just wanted to throw out. Uh, it's It's a recommendo for parents there. 101X Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. Guess what? It's back. Your favorite food item. But then it's never coming back. What? You look oh. fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Yes, it is an institution, a marketing gimmick that, uh, you know, the biggest McDonald's marketing gimmick, and they've even said this, was their Happy Meal because they wanted to make it a family place. They wanted to appeal to the kids and trick kids into wanting toys. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, that's a big thing about it, right? But uh, right. the next most popular thing, when you think of McDonald's food and marketing, what would it be, Spencer? Uh, the ice cream. No, the ice cream machine's always broke. I know. That's just another thing to think of. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. The McRib! The McRib is back! <laughs> is a gooey, sweet, delicious piece of barbecue with pickles, onion, on a hoagie. Yeah, it's good. Is it actually food? Don't know. Or sawdust with sweet barbecue? I don't know. Is it nutrient paste that's just been hardened? The point is, we're eating it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't hate the McRib. We did it for the Same. first... We, we had our co-worker, Matty. Dude, that's one. right. He never for, had one before. For the first time last year, and McDonald's says they're bringing the McRib back, available now through November 30th, in what they're calling its... Farewell Farewell tour. tour? Uh, correction, that's November 20th, actually. November so 20th, okay. Ten less days, yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently this is the farewell tour. What? And how many times have they done this, too, by the way? Are they just trying to copy Taco Bell and create demand? That's a very good point. That's actually my opinion. Like, uh, I'm thinking they're secretly doing that because you know what Taco Bell did? They got rid of the Mexican pizza. One, because inflation and the pandemic and all that stuff. I think that was just one of the items they cut. But now it's back on the menu because people love it, and they're willing to pay twice as much for it, too. So that's that's what they did. They sneak it back on the menu. They make a big deal about it. And now it's like six uh, bucks instead of like three. And let's be real. It's pretty crazy. I think it's a strategy, actually. McDonald's is the king of fast food. Sorry, Mr. Burger. You're the Burger Prince. McDonald's is global, over a million people served or whatever. It's the big dog. But you know who we've been talking about for the last year? 
Taco Bell, oh, yeah. the Mexican pizza. They That's had right. they had the vote of the double decker taco yeah, versus the Enchirito. Shout out to Enchirito. Congrats, y'all. Taco Bell also adjusting their entire fast food thing where they're testing basically like a bank. Yeah. You drive up to a two story building, the bottom part's the <laughs> bank garage. You have food delivered that way. Yeah, you have one of those tubes that just shoots your food around in it. Dominating mm. the marketing headlines and not even spending that much money because we're just talking about it virally. Well, now McDonald's is doing the same thing, saying the McRib is returning for what the restaurant chain teases might teases might be the last time. The oh, legendary sandwich, boneless pork coated with barbecue sauce, onions. Oh, those slivered onions are great. Yeah, uh, dill pickles, hoagie bun. Until November 20th, now, it's I, the farewell tour. They've done this before, though, I think. They've said that it wasn't coming back again at least once in the past. Uh, and that's why I'm like, that's why I just don't believe it. You're always going to bring it back. Right? You always bring it back if there's any sort of lull or if there's any other limited time sandwich that you pulled out. They want us to run out and get that it. that well. Yeah, so it's like... I don't believe you. That's even literally from their press release. Get one while you can, because this is the McRib fel- farewell tour. Yeah, sure. Enjoy our famous pork-ish sandwich uh, as if it's your last. Now, if you were going to do a proper farewell tour, why would you wait to tell us at the end? Of, like, Why would you give us a month? Give us like three months. You know they're, what I mean? They're giving you the month because you want to rush out there right. and get as fast as you can and then create the demand after the holidays. Sure. Uh, it debuted in 1981 in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, one of the places known for its barbecue. It's got a cult following. It's cheap. It initially flopped. People did not like it. It was not a big deal. Uh, that's because they also started the chicken sandwich and the chicken McNuggets wow, around the same those time. Those are two heavy hitters you have to compete against. The Damn. Biggest, the Pingu chicken nuggets are incredible. Dude, yeah. Uh, but it became really popular, especially in the summer of 1994, because they brought it back in that Flint Stones movie with John Goodman and Rosie O'Donnell. Hell yeah, one of my uh, favorites. It's been a staple on and off of the menu uh, ever since then, but they're now saying this is the farewell tour. They did do a first one uh, back in 2005. Ah, I see. Which they then repeated the tour every year for the next three years. By 2012, it was back in stores, but only temporarily. They do say, however, this is it. It's the farewell tour. And of course, if you have the app, they have. A McRib locator. Spoiler alert, there's a McDonald's on every block, so just go there. But, uh, <laughs> this sounds a little bit like an addict that's trying to quit. Exactly. Get out. I promise. No more. Have, no more. Have your McRib while you can. And if our, our only listener, Abel, is listening, uh, dude, no need to send us a McRib. We're, no. we're McRibbed up. Yeah. We will take anything from Whataburger, though. Free food is free food. Shouldn't look a gimp horse in the mouth. That's true. Shouldn't lick a gimp horse in the mouth. That's how the saying goes. Uh, maybe if they Some, want you to. Something like that. We'll know. be back. Uh, Emily, on the way in the studio, she's going to give us her hinge profile. We're going to take it over and we're going to find love or make her the most hated woman in the city. I'm going to tell you the best way to dissect someone's dating profile. Uh-oh, it's Emily Explains It All. Watch out, boys and girls. Your dating profile, it's busted. We're going to get into it. Yep. Dating is fun. It's very important. But there are some really weird creeps online, and I want you to be prepared for it. Exactly. So what you need to do before you go out on a date with somebody that you've met online? Easy. Hand their profile 
to all of your friends at a dinner table and let all of them look through the profile and then decide whether Correct. or not you should go out with them or not. Yep. yep. I used to do this for my female <laughs> friends and I would type responses for them and they loved it. Oh gosh, please. I need I you to start doing helpful. that for me. But yeah, so one of my friends, Mads, uh, she is going out on a date with somebody and last weekend we all went to dinner. Uh, a group of us, uh, side note, a group of us are going camping so we wanted to have like a pre-dinner like, Oh, I know. We talked up. about that last week, how you have to plan plans to make plans. Yes, Ugh. yes. So this was my plan planned dinner for the plans. God. So we all, but it was fun. We all went and, and they hadn't seen each other in a while. So it was a good little reconnecting experience. And then my friend Mads is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going on a date with this dude. Do you guys want to see his profile? And and we all went, gimme, gimme. Right yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. So she pulls up his hinge profile and we're looking through and everybody, like she passes it around this whole table of like eight people and we're all making our own observations. And she passes it to my friend Zach and my friend um, Caleb. And they're like the two dudes that are really paying attention to this. And I noticed that men also heavily dissect somebody's profile. I thought this was just a woman thing. Yeah. Like I thought it was just like a we're we're scared, we're picky, you know, like men are creepy. But dudes evidently do it too because Caleb, who he he sometimes streams on Twitch, he's like a gamer dude. He starts like zooming in on this guy's desk and he's like, oh he has that keyboard. Oh I have that mouse too. And he's like dissecting the type of PC like gamer PC he has. Yeah. And is like this is the type of person he's gonna be because of his gamer PC. Um, and then, very interesting, Zach zooms in and he's the first one to notice that there's a box of cigarettes on the desk. And we're like, oh, he's Matt, a smoker. Yeah. He smokes cigarettes. And she goes, what? Really? And we look and we're looking at it and we're like, huh? Interesting. So he's a cigarette smoker. That hasn't always been a deal breaker for me. Mm hmm. But it, it does come close. But it's interesting that it's like this desk. And then on the desk, too, I, I think there were um, like receipts. And so we were looking and trying to zoom in on the receipts to see like what he was buying with. The oh, my. <laughs> it was it was very in yeah, detail. See, okay? I, I was very particular about not having too many details in the back of my profile picture because you. You you want to set your image, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I get it because if you're dating online is tough because you have to have a lot of written conversation, oh, God. and you have yeah. to impress people, and then it turns into phone, and then maybe even a personal date, and you can waste so much time on someone that you're not compatible with, and then you meet them in so person. So the profile is important. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And here for and me, and also can, can I say this as a radio person? Yes, and maybe your your friend because you do have friends that are including yourself that are public figures. I always was worried I was being catfished or oh, really? being set up or it was a bit. Yeah. So I was way too cautious about I just that. don't want people to know who I am. Okay. <laughs> I just, or listen. I'm like, don't don't listen to me. If you know who I am, I'm sorry I'm not swiping on you. Um, but I guess for me, some of my number one red flags when I'm dissecting somebody's dating profile is, number one, dead fish or dead animals. I think that's weird. When people hold up their fish in profiles or somebody holds up their dead deer and they're like, I shot this buck. I'm like, mm, 
Not my sport. Yes, not it's, a, into it's, it. a, it's a bizarre thing. But if, if you're a country girl or a country I guy, you'll find the person you and like. And that's when you also get tricky too, because sometimes those country folks don't align politically with my standards. So I'm like, I don't know if I'd risk it. I would love the idea of a cow of a liberal cowboy. That'd be fun. I One. mean, they used to be Austin, <laughs> yeah, the cosmic well, cowboys and stuff. Mm, but yeah, yeah, not as much anymore. Another one is when there's a photo with another woman. Um, and they're like, like, like arms around each other or something because Uh-oh. it's like I can't tell if that's your sister, I can't tell if that's your mom, I can't tell if that's an ex girlfriend. But what's even worse, and then also I'm like, see, I used to do that too. Well, one of us very clearly looks like a family photo. That's I've done that before. Sometimes the photos. Nice. The photos should just be you because I would do yeah. the same with a bunch of my female friends because I was like, oh, I want a female to feel comfortable and know that I'm yeah. whatever. So but women then, aren't scared of me. But, but then <laughs> but it's, it's also like, 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 oh, are you bragging? Yeah, Is it right. it's just you and a another woman. That's weird. But if it's like a group photo mm-hmm. and there's like a few women in it, like that's cool. Okay, cool. I, it's I like, have a specific sweet. thing. If there are, you know what? Let's come back and talk more. Emily explains it all. Sure. And really dive into the way to set up a dating profile and okay. judge it more. Good. Yeah. Judge it more for me, please. It's Emily Explains It All today. We're explaining online dating and how we creep on your profile, so be very careful what you said. I got a couple of rules and things that I've learned over the years, uh, and I'll go in that. Again, I've been out of the... When I was there, there was only Tinder Mm -hmm. or actually Snapchat. I made a lot of dates, but (laughs) we're going to evaluate Emily's Hinge profile and swipe or not coming up, but uh, first, a few of my rules. Yeah. Okay, now you discussed how it's weird when there's the pictures of the hunting or the fishing or just things that turn you off. Another woman, especially if the other woman is blurred in that photo. I'm like, you don't have Uh, any other good photos of yourself? Yes. You have to do that one? Here were some of my basic qualifications of whether or not I'm swiping. Obviously, if they're hot, yeah, no. Just (laughs) kidding. Uh, But I I don't want to get catfished, so... With the photos, if there are five photos, I want five photos of you. One or two, only one or two, should and could be group photos. I want to see you doing social things. I want to see you with your friends. But there's a lot of times people do way too close to the face. Yeah. They do really old photos, or it's yeah. them in a group every time. And it's like, I don't know which one It's like, one which you one are. are you? Also, in your initial line, in your profile, in your like elevator pitch, meet me, uh, be funny, be interesting. Give a prop that's an icebreaker that makes someone want to ask you an interesting question. But most of all, be funny. Now, Emily... I've been out of the game for a minute, but I've helped many of friends. So, Emily. Come help me. Let's go through your Hinge. So uh, tell Hinge, me what we're going to do. Uh, on Hinge, it can tell you who likes you on Hinge. And typically, I'm very busy and I never look at these. So, I have 19 likes. I'll just go Ooh, ahead and just hand it over. Wow. I have n- I've not seen these people. Okay. So, I'll hand it over. You can look through their profile. Let me know. Oh, and boy. then you decide <laughs> if I should swipe left or right just based on you dissecting their profile. Well, so. I've got yours. So, I'm going to decide right now. Yes, um, yes. Ooh, they have pronouns now. That's interesting. Yes, That's right. I, I have mine open to anybody who's non-binary or male. All so. right, so Hinge is a little different because it gives you prompts rather than having a straight-up thing. Yeah. Uh, we have a dude who uh, has, he's 
He's he's attractive. He's got a he's okay. got a good beard, good head of hair. It looks like his apartment's somewhat put together. I see the bed's not made. Oh, yeah. bed frame? Yes, uh, no. Uh, it looks like it's high enough. Um, okay. His ideal cool. good, first good, 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 good. date is eating snacks together. Oh, I love that. A good you fun. see me eat snacks all the time. Um, his fingernails are painted, which tells me that he's very artsy. modern and artsy, and that's what a mm-hmm. lot of dudes do. Nothing wrong with that. Whoa! Why'd you um, even say that? <laughs> I don't. He's sipping on something, so I don't. I think you only see one picture. No, scroll. Scroll down. Yeah. So th- it's a little too cutesy. Sound engineer. Um, I'm going to say engineer, no. Hmm? Um, just engineers can be very particular and controlling. <laughs> uh, it's him hanging out with friends. Looks like he has fun. So are you thinking swipe right or swipe uh, My love yes language no. is physical touch. That's nice. Uh, oh, he's a bass player. No. What? Um, no, you're just see, all of your red flags are my green flags, which is Saturday maybe why I'm single. You can find me closing at work, so he works late, probably service industry. Fun. Uh, looks like a photo of him and his dad, so you can see that he's family. Um, I would say go ahead and swipe and 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 then, just to see, yeah. Right? And all right, we're just, giving him a chance. All right, send him a message match. now. Send uh, him a match message. Do you, do you send a message or wait? I don't. Just match, match with Chris. All right. I so like next them to one. make the first move. Um, just looking at this next guy's photos and things. He uh, he seems very obsessed with himself. He said, <laughs> I bet you can't beat me at tennis. Tennis player, that's whatever. Man, this, this dude uh, seems like he's a lot about me. He does geek out on Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the only positive thing I've seen so far. <laughs> um, he's a no. Sorry. Thank you, CJ. This is good. I like that you're dissecting. This is this is teaching me a lesson. Uh, um, I mean, I already naturally do this, but honestly, I should hire you to do this for me because I have like 18 matches and I don't I don't look at um, them. Damn. I don't have time. I'm Humble just doing much. Jeez. No, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm sorry. He's Get a pediatric medical assistant. He's also uh, he's a he him his. Um, Boring. Uh, he likes kayaking, shirtless. Sports fan. Everything in his background pictures looks kind of messy, so I'm seeing a lot of chaos with this. I don't like this. the sports either. I also don't like his fashion, so I'm saying no. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to do it at ACL Fest. Oh, he, wow. Okay. He looks like he's in the VIP lounge, though, so that's a little braggy. If you scroll up, it'll say what he said to me. Which countries did you visit? Oh. That's kind of... Eh. I would ask, what was your favorite... Yeah. Taekwondo, so you don't know scuba. this guy. He just asked a question. He wants to get to know you. <laughs> oh, He's sorry. so interested in traveling. This He's like, oh, is wow. why I have to dissect. Oh my god! People. So many of these guys are so much about them. This guy has long yeah. hair, though. Oh, oh. So yes, I'm gonna say swipe. yes. He also, yes. I don't like his car. Oh. He's a little too himself. This dude. I think you're having a little too much fun. Alcohol, here, CJ. alcohol, alcohol in three. <laughs> alcohol involved in three out of five pictures. Oh, that's a lot. And but and he's 24 though. Um, He's young enough, I think, that it's not that big You know a what, deal. Emily? I'm going to say you're stuck. You're single the rest of your life. None of these dudes are worthy of you. <laughs> Thank you uh, for dissecting me. Date, Emily, let us know. This has been Emily Explains It All. Austin FC won, but I almost got kicked out. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. It's the Nerd Report, and of the many things I nerd about, I nerd about sports! Uh, Did either of you see what a horrible but wonderful sports weekend this was? Uh, Yes, I did see that one of our local teams lost, and one of them won. 
correct. The Longhorns in the worst second uh, half of football I've ever seen. Dude, that last quarter made me sad. My fantasy football team, I had to plug in three players because it was a bye week. Those three players scored me three points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing Emily, who's in last place oh, and no. who has Dallas Cowboys, who always do bad. Ezekiel Elliott scored two touchdowns for the first time in a year. Hell yeah. Uh, good for you, Emily. Good job, Thank you. The defense crushed, and even the player that she's left on her bench or on her roster that has zero points, even he scored. Emily killed me. I I didn't <laughs> mean sorry. to either. I'm so sorry. I uh, just kind of nah, did. Take, take the W. <laughs> and if you're an Astros fan, they won too. But the highlight Woo! of my weekend <laughs> oh, was no. once again getting to attend an Austin FC match where, unlike the Longhorns who played the Worst second half of football I've ever witnessed. Uh, They played the best first half of football soccer I've ever seen them play. Went up 2-0 on rival FC Dallas. Uh, Mm -hmm. FC Dallas came out, looked very, very determined to get one back. They did get a goal back. Austin FC started missing passes. Uh, Dallas's keeper had some great saves. Mm. (sighs) Albeit, though. Austin FC won. They're moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Exciting, dude. Against LAFC, second year ever. And there's a chance, a slight chance, but because one of the lower-ranked teams, the defending champs, the uh, New York City FC, beat Montreal, upset them, playing against the favorite Philadelphia. If uh, if it ends up, and again, it's a long shot, but if Austin FC beats the number one team, LAFC, and... New York FC beat Philadelphia, the favorite to win it all, I would say, Austin FC will have a home championship game. Okay. That is amazing. Wow. That would be In great. Their second uh, year. I would love yeah. to go to that. Damn. Uh, but will I be able to go to yeah, it? Yeah, same. Uh, here's the thing. As a member of the official Austin FC, Waterloo Media, 1027 ESPN Almost Sports Press, I got to hang out in the press box. Um, this is my third or fourth time covering it. I love it. It's nerdy. It's fun. You love posting about it. It's so sweet. You can tell how excited you are. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I'm not too posty. No, well, I no, am. No, 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 no. But I try to but do good coverage. A, yeah. yeah. I think um, so. I even brought my Unique. laptop so I looked it's like I was busy. It's not all you just getting frustrated that you're literally not out there Which playing. Which I do a lot. <laughs> um, it's also not me uh, trying to fanboy because you got to yeah. be professional. And I will say what I love about being in the press box is you have fellow professionals much more than me and when something happens the fans are like what that's messed up bad refing but in the press box even though everyone in there um is pretty much like we ah, yeah we're pretty determined on like it yeah but you got to kind of be quiet you got to be chill um it's kind of like therapy for you they're like okay hey you got to calm down not just that but they'll be like oh that wasn't a foul or that there's very good Objectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you listen to a lot of the explaining. It's good. But I love being with the fans. I love yeah. being with the people. So I get there early. I eat my little meal. I set up my laptop and I get my space because I know it's going to be packed because we're all just in different rows. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out and hang out in the crowd. So I walk Ooh. around. I'm looking for Jason. I want to see the Bob father and Chewy. Uh, run into a lot of listeners along the way. It's cool. I tuck my press credentials so I don't look like I'm a I'm trying to showboat. Uh, <laughs> and then I see like at the very front row of the supporters section is where I'll, I'll stand with a group of people. Uh, L. David Thomas, Gabe, Chewy was there this uh, this weekend. I see them and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go say hi. So I'm walking down to the front row and then I see one of the Austin FC uh, press coordinators. Uh, who I work with, I'd seen her earlier, and she looks at me, and I give her a big, goofy wave, and her face turns pale 
and then very red, and she's looking at me like she just saw a ghost. Oh, no. I walk down to the front. I say hi to, like, five or six dudes. I'm like, what's up? What do y'all think about the match? We're high-fiving. They're clearly drunk and start going like, oh, look at CJ. He's pressed today. Blah, 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 blah. And we're talking, and she kind of ushers me to the corner because she's on the field. She ushered, and she's like, hey, just so you know, you can't stay here um, when the game starts. You need to be in the press box. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying hi. I was going to do some interviews and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's like, okay. And then I see another dude who used to work here that I, I know, and he's walking. And then he looks and sees me, and same thing. Like, gives me the ghost look. I don't say anything to him, and I'm like, huh. But all the fans notice, and they're like, oh, what? Is CJ in trouble? Do you not know who he is? He's the captain. I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Uh, long story short, I go back to the press area, and uh, the main dude's there. He's like, oh, CJ, we were looking for you. And it's like, oh, hey, the weather's great. I went and walked around. Went back to my area. I see his boss come in, and they're both talking. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, no. So I pull up the rules to double check, and the rules clearly state, <clears throat> Media is to stay in media access areas only, number one. Number two, media is not under any circumstances to interact with patrons. Number three, if media is to leave the media designated areas, they are to be escorted escorted by an Austin FC or MLS staff member. Number four, failure to follow these protocols as set by the MLS, not Austin FC, can result in credentials being revoked and expulsion from the stadium. All right, man. So you're just too cool to read the rules. Is that it? I know. And guess (laughs) what? Ignorance? Not an excuse for disobeying the law. Luckily, I laid my head low. I didn't get kicked out. But will I be invited back? (laughs) TBD. Oh, CJ. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. I'm having a terrible Halloween problem. I'm getting invited to too many parties. It's the leftovers. Emily doesn't talk about it on the Morning X. We talk about it here. I'm invited to zero. Spencer, what about you? (laughs) Uh, I'm invited to one. I'm invited. Emily, show us some love. I know. I know. I feel weird. It feels like a brag, but it's gotten to the point where at first it was, you know, at first when I got the first uh, few invites and I, that I said yes to, um, you know, first come, first serve. I was sure. like, sure, I'll yeah, go to yeah, these. Yeah. And then, you know, I started getting others and I had to do the whole like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually going to another one that night. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Is um, this because uh, the big night is not Halloween Monday? No, it's, it's the Friday Saturday and before. Saturday. Friday yeah. and Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's always... If you have a Halloween on a Wednesday, it screws you. When Tuesday, yep. Wednesday, Thursday are the worst Halloween yep. days. Uh, but if it's on a if it's on a, maybe Thursday is okay, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday are perfect. If it's Monday, that also means Friday, Saturday, it's Halloween weekend. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I um the first one the first time that that started happening, I was like, "Oh, cool! This is this is nice." You know, yeah. it's, it, it feels bad to reject people, but sure. it's also like kind of nice to be like, "Oh, You're yeah, like, wow, I know enough Sorry. people." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Wow, people really want me to show up here. That's awesome." Um, and then it's now gotten to the point where it's okay. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. How many parties have you had to say no to now? At least. Four. Holy crap. I'm not kidding. How many like, people this, do you know? Like, I wouldn't bring this up on the air just to brag about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's genuinely a problem. So that's five total parties you've been invited to. Yes. Jesus. Well, no, because, no, 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 more than There's five. There's more still happening. I'm you just going said to no a yet. party on Friday, and I'm oh. going to a party on Saturday. Okay. So at least I've gotten invited to six. Damn, Emily. Um, and... 
It's very nice and it's kind. And again, I, I wouldn't bring this up just to brag. I'm bringing this up because it's a genuine problem. It's because also, now I'm starting to feel bad about it. Now I'm starting to be like, oh my gosh, am, do I need to reconsider my my friends? Like, why am I? Do I have too many friends? Should I start like getting rid of some of them? That like, this isn't possible. How <laughs> well, am I going to do is, this? It's like a weird thing to navigate because it's not something I think that commonly people have to no, do. You know? No, also, no, as you it's get, not. As you get yeah, older, like, it'll fix itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I've so, heard. There you but go. the older I get. But you're the cool. more I go out and the more I like interact with people and the more I want to be friends with people. So oh, that'll yeah. Change. Oh, it'll change. <laughs> you'll get to a point where you're like, all right, my friends, uh, capacity for friends. That's it. Yeah. Hey, you want to come I'm over not, here instead? I'm not at looking one point, anymore. So on Friday, I'm going to go to uh, one that's in South Austin that I went to last year. It's some of my really good friends that live in this giant house. And um, at one point, when I was starting to get invited to multiple ones on Friday, I was like, oh, well, where's your party at? Because if it was on the way, I was thinking, ooh, I can stop and like hit a couple of parties on the way. And That's costume right. change, and like CJ. Yeah, uh, and stop yeah, by maybe. and say hi to us. You yeah, know? yeah. But then I was thinking about it, and I actually have a work event um, that Friday uh, earlier <laughs> that will last a until like five event. or six. Right. Yeah, so it'll last until like 6 p.m. And then that still means that I have to go home home, finish getting changed, getting ready, and then eat dinner. Um, and then pregame a little bit. My shirt is off right now, yes, and you yes, and yes, Spencer yes. have not blinked once. This uh, is a pretty normal respectful. instance. Uh, yeah. Why are you? It's off topic, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. So, I've been looking, speaking of costumes. I've been looking when you're not looking, so as not to make you feel uncomfortable, okay? I've been, I've been looking at Spencer looking when Me you're too. not looking yeah. to make sure that you don't feel uncomfortable that I'm looking at Spencer. I'll put my Thank shirt you. on then. Go on. Um. So... Uh, man, see, I forgot my my Sorry. trace of thought. This is what you wanted. You yeah. want to take off your shirt so that I could. I, I forgot what I, what uh, I was so supposed to you do. You were saying that Friday you have a charity event. And yes. Then, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we have to make sure to to factor in some pre gaming before you go out to the parties. And then if I'm pre gaming, it's like, well, I don't want to be the DD, but uh -huh. I know none of my other friends are going to want to be the DD. So that means if we go to multiple parties and yeah, there's somebody's yeah. lift is very expensive. Yes. On the either Halloween somebody's weekend. not going to be able to mm. drink, or somebody's going to have to get the Ubers and knowing me because I'm the person that plans you're everything. You're, yeah, you're like the mom. For I'm the family. responsible one, and then people are going to be too drunk to remember to pay me, uh. no matter how much I insist. So I have decided no, limiting it to going to this charity event, going home and doing some pre gaming and yes. eating dinner like a responsible one, mm. and then yeah, going to my and one alcohol party. Don't mix. Trust yeah. me, oh, man. Then going okay. to my one party on Friday, and then on Saturday doing kind of a similar thing too. What's um, the same costume quick... both nights? No. Oh, nice. Thank you. Of You're talking to a cosplayer. So I yeah. that's, well, no. I, like, that's I've, insulting. I've had some turmoil this whole week because I'm like, what is my second costume going to be? And I keep telling myself, <laughs> Emily, be normal. You have one costume. But then I'm like, wait, what am I going to be at work? And then what yes. am I going to be? Oh my gosh, what am I going to be on Friday? What am I going to be on Saturday? I, have the, I don't know what to do. Spencer and I are doing a live show together at Oscar Blues mm. on that Friday. I need a costume for that. Yes. Saturday, I'm hosting uh, Dark Bird and um, a Ghostland Observatory yes. Ghostland, yeah. at Buck's Backyard. Need a costume for that. And then Monday's my big one, which I'm borrowing your wig. Yes. The costume party at the building. That's the a building. big one, too. You're, you're, you're going up against Matt Bearden, by yes. the way, for a yeah. part of our sports bet. bet. Yeah. Oh, which really? is not fair, because Matt could show up in anything, and everyone's like, haha, Matt the cool guy actually dressed up. Should make it secretly where I'm like the judge that decides, you know, Ooh. between you two. 
You, I'll there try might to be, be fair. I'll try okay, to be fair. Thank you. Um, so yeah, a lot of different costumes. Spencer, yeah. you had a question that I interrupted uh, you. I forgot. I was going to. I was. I was curious about your pregame style. Now, is it oh, a quick yes. few shots and then I'm out, or do you take like a no. nice hour to relax? No, after no, 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 no. I'm hosting the pregame. And, oh. and another thing too. Not only am I getting invited to too many parties. This sounds like just one big brag, but it genuinely is just like Emily. I'm mean, just stop making friends. Like stop being nice. Live to people. your best yeah. life, man. But you're 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 primed to do it. Not only am I am I invited to a bunch of different Halloween parties, but I've had other friends reach out to me be like what are you doing for Halloween because since I'm the planner and I'm the mom friend and I'm the one that's in radio and does all the fun stuff they're like can we tag along nice. so now I have a bunch of like random friends that are that don't really know each other that are coming to this pregame to then Perfect. go to a Halloween party of people they don't oh, know <laughs> right so it's just one big field like school field trip basically an episode of Parks and Rec so I, in order to make everybody feel comfortable this pregame of course me being the, the drunk planner, person the- that I am Oh, no, so that's not what I meant. Oh, wait, the what? <laughs> the drug person oh, that I, okay. I can be. I like to play games. So I oh, have cool. a lot of games lined up. I'm the drunk person that's like, well, let's play card games. Let's do activities, guys. Let's play truth or dare. You might not even leave your apartment. I, <laughs> I don't it. honestly think I will. Guys, look how it cost you. I have Let's so much out. going on that <laughs> right. who knows. Well, um, well, good luck, dude. Well, yeah, send us your address, tired. Benny and I will pop by after our uh, broadcast. Sure, come on by. I say that every time. Aww. I'm, just, I'm saving mine for gumbo giving. That's the only one I ask for. Okay. Me too. Vote, 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 vote. Early voting's here. And I know you're probably tired of the text messages, the emails, the, the campaign ads are the damned worst. Uh, so let's get it over with. Let's yeah. go vote. Let's make it happen. Get out there. Rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, it starts today, October 24th, uh, goes through Friday, October 28th. Of course, the election day is uh, Tuesday the 8th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Early voting runs yeah. the October 24th today through Friday, November 4th. Election Day, Tuesday, November 8th, and you know there can be long lines. This is a big, controversial midterm election, Yeah. so don't get stuck in line. If you are in line by the time polling closes, they are legally allowed to let you vote, uh, but you don't want to wait till the last day. And mm. at texastribune.org, uh, they have all the info you need, where you can go vote, how to vote, and of course, very importantly, uh, the rules at the polls. Remember, you are going to need some sort of ID Texas driver's license, obviously the easy, but uh, U.S. passport, military ID, uh, a lot of different stuff like that. Remember, you're not supposed to wear. You actually cannot wear uh, a political ad on right. your T-shirt. No so inflammatory style no, thing. No like Beto, that. no Abbott, yeah. no whatever. Uh, they Keep will turn civil. you away. Keep it clean. And be very nice to the poll workers, okay? Yeah. They're volunteering. They're not getting paid to do this. Uh, they're there to help us take part in this most uh, American yeah. process. I believe in this tradition. Still, we're still lucky to have. Yeah. Uh, student IDs are not accepted. Uh, if you don't have an approved ID, you can still vote by signing a reasonable impediment form uh, and then present regular documents. But I know there's not too many people that have to deal with that. I right. just remember bringing my student ID before, and it was before you had to show IDs, but I also had moved addresses, so my car, it was a whole thing, but I got through, <laughs> I voted, uh, so make sure you do it now. you got a lot of days, 11 days until early yeah. voting uh, had- ends. Your work is also legally required 
to let you go vote. They can't say no, you can't leave to go vote. So it's a good way no, to get out of work or no, extend your lunch. No, I don't believe that applies to early voting. That applies to election day, right? I'm not sure. Uh, let, me, let me double check that while you no, continue. No, I think you might be absolutely right on that. Uh, but point being, go out, vote. And this is the only CJ thing I'm going to say, which is very slanted. Uh, this election, this term, as always, it's very heated. It's very partisan. And we've been focusing, especially in Texas, on a lot of moral majority politics and a lot of things uh, that I don't think are as important for Texans right now. And this goes on both sides. You've seen that campaigns. You've seen that. Uh, But there's a lot in Texas that needs to be worked on. Education, uh, retirement, uh, (laughs) energy, energy, a big one. So, Ah. you know, make sure you read, look at the issues. There's a lot of very important local races happening as well. So don't just gloss over that. Uh, The Austin Chronicle does a good job of laying that down. Uh, The Dallas Morning News also, uh, the Houston Chronicle. There's a lot of outlets there. For you to get educated and to, to look this stuff up, no matter what your your philosophy or things might be, I, I suggest you look into it a little bit because, again, big election. Let's at least hold our leaders accountable no matter who wins. That's the promise. No more of this fighting over, uh, what do they call it, wedge politic issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot in this country in the state that needs to be fixed, and we need our leaders to do it no matter if they're a D, an R, or an independent. Spinning, or uh, see you next Tuesday. Yes. Oh, 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 God. See you on election Tuesday. Uh, yeah, uh, you can only take time off of work if you haven't participated in early voting, so specifically okay, okay. on election day. On election day. Just to clarify for you. Uh, a lot of info, a lot of stuff to help you at uh, texastribune.org. Also, not a bipartisan, biased uh, website. Texas Tribune, pretty good with reporting, so uh, no fake news there, I hope. texastribune.org. Get out, go vote, go early, and get your little sticker. Finally get it. I'm angry with another trend I can't participate in. It's a part of the day where we look at society and render a verdict as to two, as to who today's person behaving badly might be. Could be two people. Could be a double. Could be an entire city. Oh, man. Or the United States. Let's find out who today's person behaving badly is. Uh, starting with this, the mullet trend is huge. It is everywhere. And you know what? I'm sick of it. What? It I thought you were a supporter, bro. Run into the damn ground. Uh. And they recently just had a national mullet championship. So I want to hear this audio. I want to hear this story besi- before I decide whether or not I'm sick of it and people with mullet are today's person behaving badly. And okay. it's, it's not just because I'm mad at Quinn Ewers, okay, the Texas quarterback who uh, led us to an unfortunate second half against Oklahoma State. It's not just because of the Longhorns, all right? And I will say, I'm jealous. My coworker Beto, gorgeous mullet. One of That's the best. Right. If, if you're going to do a mullet, you do a mullet like freaking Beto. That's right. All right, and he's been growing these since before I worked here. He grew so, them back when they were, you know, all re- originally in style. He's no. a trendsetter. <laughs> uh, but I understand why people are uh, starting to get pissy about the mullet thing, because I have been the mustache guy. I've been the beard guy. And both of those have had their phases where it got eye-rolly, because everyone was growing a mustache. Okay. 2012 through 14, the Movember okay. thing. It was annoying. It was corny. Sure. I liked it. Because I could grow a mustache. Yeah, that's And because good. I had a girlfriend that liked it. Also, Is it a little creepy pedophile looking? Sure. 
Yeah. Let people enjoy things. Come on. I know, but this segment's about not letting people enjoy things. Well, if, if we let if people they're behaving badly, sure. If we let people enjoy things, how can we tell them they're behaving badly? Mm. That's the whole point of this segment. Sure. Uh, the beard thing happened too, and now I feel it because hey, I can't grow a mullet, so I'm angry as well. But CJ, you can grow a mullet, bro. You still got hair. Yeah. I can't grow a mullet. You can grow a big beard though and shave it I around. Can dr- make I can it grow a skullet. That's it, Spenny. Uh, let's check out the National Mullet Championship in which a uh, Hayes County or Travis County man was actually a part of. So we've been waiting all week for this. We are back on a Saturday with a moment that we have been looking forward to as we get set to crown the 2022 main event USA mullet champion. Doesn't get more exciting, guys. The national mullet competition started in Michigan in 2020. And just like the hair on these <laughs> folks' heads Riveting. has grown ever since. This is on USA Today, too. locks entered online and in person to show their flow. The winner chosen by mm-hmm. online votes. Get this, 30,000 of them. So what? Let's meet the final contestants. We have Dalton Cleghorn from Mommy, Ohio, sporting what he calls mullet mania. He looks like Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah. Hulk Hogan. Okay. They do the flow in slow motion here. Up next from Stillwater, New York, it is Scott Salvador with his mullet, the Lord's Drake. (laughs) And from Buda, Texas, Brandon Hernandez. There we go. Rocking, of course. The Texas tailgate. We're also joined by Kevin Bagola, the founder of the Mullet Championship. And he is going to crown our winner in just a few minutes. Gentlemen, good No, tell us now. All right, I got to skip through this and find out who the winner is. This is um, $500 event. All right. Oh, hey, check out the dude from Buda, Brandon Hernandez. He's wearing, he's at a Texas tailgate live on TV. Tight. He's wearing Longhorns gear. Uh, he's got the, man, he's got the sunglasses. Very Kenny Powers. Let's see. Uh, let's see if he's our man who takes it home. Let's find out. <laughs> How's it feel, Scott? Scott Salvador. It feels uh, like I just uh, won a mullet championship at the world. I brought a national title to Stillwater, brother. It's going to be going All right, there you go. Walk. So a little bit of disappointment. The dude from New York won. Spoiler alert. Oh, uh, yes. So the great state of New York where they always wore mullets. And actually, I don't know the history of the mullet. I don't care enough. Hey, man, there's white, there's <laughs> Just, white trash everywhere. That's true. Uh, our guy, though, from Utah did not take it, but he's one of the finalists. And it's time to render a verdict as to who is today's person behaving badly. Sure. It's me. You know what? Because I started this angry at mullets. I thought the trim was dumb and overplayed, and everyone's doing it. It's a whole thing now. Here's the deal. Uh, I don't know if you heard at the beginning of this newscast. This started in 2020. So this has been two years of narrowing down the best mullet. So This was serious. This was serious. (laughs) This was awesome. I'm today's person. They took this more serious than some of our elections, man. Absolutely. (laughs) As they should. So there you go. Today's person behaving badly. Just me for not letting people have fun. Settling, everybody. Here we roll. Uh, did you know when it comes down to uh, volleyball, uh, it's illegal to kick the ball in volleyball? Okay. I knew that. Why is this a fact? Why did I, you I, know that? How did you know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. I would think that if it comes and you miss it with a hand, you should be able to hacky sack it back up there or something. Yeah, at least it's just a, Yeah, it shouldn't touch the ground is all. Yeah. I... Really? I thought that was knowledge. You can't use your foot. Well, I know you're not supposed to, and no one does, because that, that would be against... Like, you're just not supposed to play. Like, I just... Like I, inter- I never considered, like, soccer. Yeah, and I bet there's you know, a group of, par- like, Paralympians 
who probably don't have the use of their arms, who only use their legs. And so, yeah. boo on that rule. Thank you. Uh, did you know Shawshank Redemption could have been a very, very different movie? It's always weird listening back or, or discovering who might have been in a movie and stuff like that. Uh, Rob Reiner wanted to direct it, so much so that he offered $2.5 million, was going to pay for a shot to direct it. Uh, wanted to do the Shawshank Redemption. Did you know he wanted to cast Tom Cruise and Harrison Ford in that role? What kind of different Andy Dufresne would not have been uh, the same movie with those two? No. It also could have been a different movie if, they had, if it had been in space. Shawshank, yeah, that's the new one. So uh, the moon has like an Alcatraz and Andy Dufresne dug through 200 miles, kilometers of well, moon rock. I've still never seen that movie. Really? Yeah, it's good. Sam. It's good. It's a, it's a classic. Sure. Okay. okay. I believe you. If you say so. It, it is. It, it's one you, of the... You did not say did you know before that. Did so you I, know? It's one of IMDb's like top 10 movies of all time. 10-ish. Does the Criterion Collection have it? Probably. Okay, they have well, everything. I'm, I'm I've never seen the one with the dude either. Big Except Lebowski? It's called Big Lebowski. I feel like you would have to see that when you were younger and more in your stoner phase. I still like it. It's a classic to me. But Solid. I see you today rolling your eyes at it just because other people like it and it's yeah. hip. I've never seen uh, Caddyshack. I've never seen uh, Die Hard. Same. Oh, Die Hard. I've never mm-hmm. seen, I've I only just seen like three that. of the Star Wars. Like I'm really bad when it comes to seeing did movies. Did you know Matt is quite a square? Don't put me on your trivia team. <laughs> You're not going to do well. <laughs> did you know? Uh, Duncan says they only serve fresh brewed coffee. If it's not used in 18 minutes, they toss it out. Into the face of one of the customers. No, the manager ah. that, that didn't get it served quick enough. Did you know uh, the sound from Law and Order? The dun, dun. Hell, hell yeah. Uh, Tell me more. It's a combination of nearly a dozen sounds, including a gavel, a jail door slamming, 500 monks walking across a hard wood, wood floor, amongst <laughs> other things. Okay, okay, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. gaffer tech. This is where the theme lost me. The first two were related to Law and Order stuff. But the monks? <laughs> uh, this is, to, Just stepping barefoot You know what this tile. is? This is what, they're called gaffers, right? The guys that make the noise are those the guys that put the tape, tape down over wires. Foley artists. Yeah, yeah. Foley, Foley artists. That's what, this is Makes a Foley sense. artist that had to come up with that sound and uh, decided... Oh, this is easy. It's just get a little wild. And then decided to bid. No, no, no. He just build them for because it's like you got to use the money, or you're gonna lose it next season when SVU comes out. So he just had to make up a re. He had to build them for this. I used to work. Uh, one of my many jobs was editing movie trailers. I used to do trailers for, in fact, lots, even some Oscar winners. Very proud of myself. You cool. did, yeah. and um. But one of the things you would do sometimes is you were trying out different sound effects, and you have these different layers that you're building them on. And then you only open up one layer at a time to watch it mm-hmm. and hear it. There's a very good chance that he had layered all these together. And accidentally forgot to mute. Or unmute. just at one point just thought it would be funny, and then you're they heard like, it, and they were like, Whoa. oh, my God, that sounds kind of perfect. But I love the fact that there's monks <laughs> in there. Yeah, I got to hear this really quick. Let's, yeah, let's, we gotta... let's try to like use our ears. But that, that's okay. it. That's the end of the list, in the, though. It in was... the meantime, while you're looking that up. 
But that was the end of the list, right? It's just those three things. It's like a it's a, a jail door, a gavel from a judge's hammer. No, it said multiple things. There's even more. Oh yeah. my god! Right. Okay. I can't tell you when that show started being filmed. If it's even stopping film, it, I do know. Not. I was in the hospital and there was the SVU on all day. Long. I know that there's always mm. an episode somewhere of Law and Order playing, and guess what? It's always kind of watchable. It's would, easy just always. to watch and just sit there and go, all right, all right. It doesn't feel I dated. Do. I'd argue that it's almost as good as, like, uh, Price is Right when you're sick or something. Yeah. In the evening, you're like, yeah. oh, there's, there it is. Yes. All right, let's, okay. So far, we have a gavel, jail door, and monks. Listen for the hundred monks on a wooden floor. <laughs> I, oh, I heard, heard him, yeah. I heard real clear. Real clear. Uh-huh. No, listen, you can hear us. <laughs> I know a, you can't. You can, you, hear a, you can hear a step. There's one guy that's behind, and you hear a you hear a little st- little tick at the end that's the step. All right, ready? Here we go. Man, that was you blast. That is so, there's so many things in there now. No, it's not. It's just a keyboard. All right, there you go. Did you know? <laughs> there's a keyboard in there. <laughs> He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan. Morgan on 101X. Great news for girlfriends who are concerned about their boyfriend's wandering eye. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? It's Matt Bearden here with a killer song, I think. Right? <laughs> it really did sound like a killer some, song. Some Brandon Flowers lyrics there. Uh, here's the deal. You know that during Weird or Wired, I rolled my eyes at a whole lot of AI stuff, metaverse. Uh, a lot of the stuff I think As is actually should. just kind of trash. Um, but I do think AI is pretty smart and amazing when used properly. One of the things I also roll my eyes at, you guys know, is um, IG models, Instagram models, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you roll them in the cartoony way. Yes. No, I, I mean, I think we all get a little annoyed sometimes by the yeah. behaviors of quote unquote influencers. Well, let's see how you guys feel about this. AI has gotten very smart, very smart. And as you know, Damn AI it. can produce a photo of somebody who does not live on the planet. They can pretty much analyze all other photos and they can produce for you what we think sort of looks a perfect like a human. Model. Right. And guess what? AI models, well, they do exactly what the person paying them to be a model uh, needs. You know what I mean? They pose exactly like Selling juice cleanses. Yeah, they'll sell a juice cleanse and they won't mm. push back. They'll sell all kinds of stuff and they won't worry about whoring themselves out because, well... They're not real. They're not real. And they are on... And they respond to your DMs. And they are of, right around the corner. We're talking 2023. Oh no. Companies have figured out. Not only have they figured out, but here's one of the things that they, they've gotten really good at with the AI. AI's know like from heat maps where you hover a thumb or where you stop and yeah. what a girl looks like or what or so, same with your same with your mouse even using a, a computer at right. home like heat maps on websites are a huge part of analytics so they know things like apparently sometimes uh high cheekbones might make you more willing to spend money and pouty lips might make you more likely to interact. They they know down to that kind of minutiae about how oh, our yeah. dumb human brains work and I love being an experiment. <laughs> it's not even an experiment. You're just inside the matrix now. Damn I, it. Instagram is getting ready to be filled with these fake models. You won't be able to tell them really from the the real people. Though how real 
are IG models anyway. That's a good point. When you go like, Filters. Oh, she's so fake. She's Photoshop. so fake. Well, uh, that whole world, it's getting ready to get really, really <laughs> weird. And that's why I'm giving today's Weirder Wired uh, a big time weird. I don't know how we're going to deal with this. I'm, I do know how you're going to deal with it, CJ. With a big time boner. You're going to be hitting. Follow, 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 DM, DM. Hey, as long as they follow back, I just need those. I already have enough AIs following me. Now I need to not pay for them. Spencer, we had uh, we had a fun show today. Yes, we did. It was good. A lot of weird stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, recap my almost getting kicked out of an FC match. But first, um, Oof. man, the uh, Emily explains it all, which you can get all this on the podcast by listening back. Uh, just search for CJ Morgan, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Um, that was fun, and I want to do that again. Me too, man. I didn't really get to see it from where I was, but also uh, the internet started screwing up. So Yeah. But, so, go, but going through the Hinge slash Tinder profile type thing, I guess it's for people who missed out just it, in case. It's a good thing uh, because it's it one, content, and two, we're actually helping Emily find love. Yeah. But yeah, she had a 19 Hinge matches. Hinge is the, one Ugh, of the new dating things. She's like, well, I'm just too busy. I have I'm too many cute, friends. I'm a cute young girl <laughs> that works in radio and goes to concerts. <laughs> uh, but we took over her phone, and we were judging dudes and going through, swiping her hinge. But uh, yeah, the internet was weird and crappy. But I want to do that again, where you and I just take turns passing her phone back and helping her find love. This dude looks like a douche. But I I can't believe during that segment she talked about how... um, how much they judge and analyze some of these guys just on their photos. Like one... The dude had a pack of cigarettes in the background. They were looking at receipts yeah. in the background, uh, video game controllers and keyboards. It's like, geez, like that, I gotta, I gotta be aware of that now when setting up a profile picture. Oh, not always, but when you've only got like one still image to look at, or just a few. It's easy to let your eyes wander and like, oh, see what other elements of their personality you can find. Yeah. If, I, if I see someone in person, yeah, I'm just looking at them. There's nothing else around them. We're in a, in a public setting. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. look at all this other stuff. But or, you know. You, when it's mysterious in yeah. the internet and you have a photo yeah. to analyze, you don't know this person. Dude, I even like doing that on random photos. If I see a photo of someone in their bedroom, I'm like, oh, that's cool. What's that over there? Yeah. And I'm not even dating him. So, yeah, I completely get that 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 urge to want to do to, that. To and, do that. And, like, we'll do it, too, a lot of times when we're not, you know, horny in the middle of the night or drunk, if you're just bored on the toilet sober, you're just like, oh, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, you start, looking through people. You start internet stalking people, and again, it's not just no, a not creep stalking, thing. Just well, okay, <laughs> looking at the picture they have provided. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> but we did that with Emily, and that was a lot of fun. We'll do it again. Uh, again, that's on the podcast. But the big thing of the day, uh, I almost got kicked out of an Austin FC match for violating the press <laughs> rules because I didn't realize like how strict it was, but it's strict. Yeah. And I was just lackadaisical goofing around. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest, um, they need me there. Why? Because I ask the hard-hitting questions. There's a lot of issues going on with Austin FC, the supporters groups, the front office. Like There's some behind-the-scenes drama. Um, also, you know, we're still in the playoffs, going to the Western Conference Finals, which is huge in our second year against uh, LAFC, the top team in the league. We beat them twice this year, but we beat transition teams after trades. So there's just a lot. And they won a big playoff game at home. I was at that yesterday. Yeah. I got to talk to the players. And uh, can you name any players? Uh, and I don't mean that as a d- douche dude, thing. Nah, just Stuver. That's it. See, no, no. <laughs> just I'm, the uh, the man whose namesake has been plastered all over because of his goaltending. Absolutely, um, he is a great keeper. Him and his wife do so much wonderful charity things for Austin. Solid, good dude, and he's a fan favorite. Um, he is just 
a fun guy. I love seeing him in the locker room after games because he just he yeah, messes with the other do. players. They talk oh, yeah. crap, and he's sexy. <laughs> he's a good-looking dude. But, uh, you know, everyone's just throwing him softballs like, oh, you were so good. You're so great. You're so blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I'm like, I got to ask him the hard-hitting questions. I need to get inside Stuver's psyche. I need to figure out what makes this man tick, and I'm not scared to straight-up ask these things. And the things I'm asking are beneficial to the audience. So they need me at Austin FC matches. This is my interview uh, last night with Austin FC's Brad Stuver. Brad, my mom wants to know why the fans uh, boo you when you, quote, do a good. Can you explain that to her? My last name sounds like boo. <laughs> okay, thank you. Brad, now that you need any extra so there you go. Hard-hitting questions. I'm asking the real stuff. Because every time he makes a big saver, everyone goes, Stoo! Yeah, but you already knew that. You could have just told your mom that. No, that's funnier to do that. All right? <laughs> okay. It's, hey, it's the only way I get to talk to him. Was that the only thing you asked him? Yes. Well, <laughs> I had serious questions, and one of them about a very weird save that kind of mimicked something he did during the penalty kicks uh, Last week, but uh, all the other reporters asked the good questions first. And as soon as he showed, everyone butted and everyone pushed me around. Oh man, you'll get in there, man. This I, is... I do. I let people in front. I let the small people in front of me, but I got yeah. the question. Okay, look, man, you're still new to this uh, being important and press stuff. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get there, man. Thank you, Spencer. Uh, download the podcast of the show. Follow us at the CJ Morgan at Spencer Riddles on social media. Ugh. And again, we'll be back tomorrow. Matt, Emily, CJ, Spin, the whole gang. In the meantime, keep keep it here for Greg Beharrell, who also talks about his mom a lot. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Utah, Austin, 101X.